Charlie Bailey, thanks for your time this morning. Well, great to be with you, Tim. Uh, Harris County, I think. That's over there in West Georgia. Uh, tell me about yourself over there. That's right. That's right. It's uh, that little slice of God's country right above Columbus, right below LaGrange. It's where Callaway Gardens is. I grew up on a cattle farm there. Um, my family's been there since before. It's Harris County, but I'm a, an eighth-generation Georgian, but a seventh-generation Harris Countyan. So I grew up there and then came to my second home, Athens, for the for college. Went to the University of Georgia, majored in religion and political science, went to the University of Georgia for law school. So a double dog. Went into practicing law. A double and dog, yes, sir. Back in town today and tomorrow. Uh, running as a Democrat, as you said, for the seat now held by Chris Carr. Get to that. Listen, uh, whatever else an election is, whenever there's an incumbent involved, and there's obviously an incumbent here, you're asking me to fire him and hire you. Make the case for that. Yeah, so essentially we got here, and I know Chris, he's a nice guy. It's nothing personal at all. But the bottom line is, you know, I worked the first almost four years out of law school doing civil litigation. And then I decided to go into prosecution. And I was at the Fulton County District Attorney's Office most recently as a gang prosecutor. <clears throat> My opponent, uh, who was appointed a year and ten months ago, so he's never been elected, He's never prosecuted a case. He's never tried a case. He's never argued a motion in front of a judge. And he hadn't practiced law in 17 years. And I don't think there's a listener on your show <laughs> that would suggest for their mother or niece or favorite cousin, if they needed an attorney, somebody that had never tried a case and hadn't practiced law in 17 years. Well, let me address that and, point or get you to address that point really quickly here, and then we'll go on to some other sure. things here. Uh, if you become the attorney general, how much time do you plan to spend uh, trying cases, prosecuting cases? Don't you have a staff for that? Well, I think it's an important question, and uh, I'll answer it two ways. One, Mike Bowers used to appear in court uh, when he was attorney general. If there was something particularly important, where he was the most, the best person to make the argument, he would appear. Um, so I'm not ruling out doing that, and I'm equipped to do it. And I do, I do think it matters when the attorney general, him or herself, shows up for an argument. Yes, the judges sit up and they take notice. So that would be my first point. Second, yes, of course, um, most of the arguments that are going to be presented by the state from my office are not going to be by me, right? But it's just like, Tim, I put it to you this way. You and I have got friends in banking, right? <clears throat> um, I think I'm a fairly intelligent guy. I can sit there and listen to someone say, hey, listen, I think we need to put this deal together this way, investment banking. You know, there's, there's plan A or there's plan B. And, Charlie, you know, these are the pros and cons, and what do you think we should do? Well, I mean, I think I can maybe have somewhat of an educated guess, but, Tim, I don't do that. And so I'm not, I'm not really equipped to make that kind of call. And the same thing here. You can't set priorities as a top prosecutor in the state if you've never prosecuted. So it's not a question of, oh, you're not going to be trying a bunch of cases, so it doesn't matter. If you don't have that knowledge base, if you've never stood there and tried to put away some of the most violent criminals in the state of Georgia, as I have, then you have no idea what law enforcement is dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And this is how it, this is how it plays out. It's more than just resume. Right now, Tim, there's not one assistant attorney general working on organized crime and gangs. Not one. There's not one assistant attorney general working on human trafficking. This is what you have when a nice bureaucrat gets handed a political appointment, as opposed to someone 
who's actually worked on the front lines with law enforcement and knows the great needs that are out there. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Charlie Bailey with us, Democratic candidate for attorney general, again in town for a couple of days. Uh, the election 74 days from today, by the way. Uh, you've mentioned that a couple of times now. Your work in prosecuting gangbangers in Georgia. What's the challenge here? I mean, and, and, and we Obviously, we see this uh, as a problem manifest not only here in Georgia, but all over the country. But the thing I'm hearing is that it's not just now an Atlanta issue. You're from over there in West Georgia. Uh, we have gang mm-hmm. issues here in our town. I understand that it's a problem all over the state. Two-part question here. How did it get to be a problem? And and the more important part, how do we deal with it? Well, I think, you know, we've had a lot of wealth come into our state, right? I mean, we've got the busiest airport in the world. There's been a lot of growth in a lot of places, but obviously there's there's places that haven't experienced it. But you've got three, you know, major interstates, uh, four major interstates running through our state. You've got that busiest airport. You've got a lot of wealth. With that comes illicit activity. And when you think about gangs and organized crime, this is all it is. It is people making profit off illicit activity. So you call an organized crime syndicate, the mob, gangs, whatever, it's all the same thing. It's just different people doing it. Um, so, But as you bring in a lot of wealth, you've got a lot of narcotics trafficking coming with that. You've got human trafficking coming with that. The same thing that makes us such an, uh, a uh, a good state for economic development at the port in Savannah, the the, uh, uh, the busiest airport in the world, these interstate systems. We're a pipeline for all the narcotics running up the eastern seaboard, almost all of them. So as you have that growth in population and growth in wealth, illicit activity will follow. Um, so that that's, I think, just, you know, sociologically maybe or, you know, from a law enforcement perspective, how we get there. But what we, you know, and you're right, it is not just an Atlanta problem. It's not just a city problem. You know, I've got endorsements from rural sheriffs, you know, across Georgia, and it's the same, it's organized crime that are moving the poison through their neighborhoods. It's it's the same organized crime and gangs that are committing most of uh, the murders that they have. Because, you know, to get to get drugs to Coffee County, it's got to come from somewhere. And so there's alliances built between these organized crime syndicates to move human beings as slaves and chattel and human trafficking to move narcotics and poison. Um, so, and, and the problem is, in Georgia, Tim, we've never had an organized crime and gang unit in the AG's office, a division, never. They've been doing it in New York since the you know early part of the 20th century. They do this in Mississippi. I'm going to create for the first time, an organized crime and, and gang division. Because, see, I'm when I worked on the front lines doing this, I know there's nobody in the state with doing any kind of coordination or leadership. Because well, so what, what would that get us? What If we have this, you call it a task force or a unit, what would that get us? What would it look like at work? So what, what you would do is I would talk with some of the best gang detectives, uh, gang prosecutors in the southeast. The first job is we got to identify the most violent organized crime syndicates operating in our state. If you were to ask me right now, what are the top five? We actually don't know the answer to that question. And that's part of the problem. It's because nobody has put the, the, the resources behind figuring that out. Once we figure that out, you've got to go after these organized crime syndicates at the top. You've got to break up their ability to move around the money. You're talking about using CSs, confidential sources, CIs. You're talking about financial investigations to see how they're laundering their money. 
and they're long-term investigations. We know how to do them. We've been doing them in America, again, since the early part of the 20th century. It's just never been a focus here at all from the state level. But that's how you do it. And when you start breaking them up at the top, you start locking away some of the leaders. That's how you break up their ability to move around their money. And when you break up their ability to move around their money, you break up their ability to move around the narcotics, to move around human beings, to go into our neighborhoods and pull young kids out of school and into the gangs. Because when they do that, you know, we lose them, too. Charlie Bailey, this Democratic candidate for attorney general. Uh, I'm going to break some news to you here. Uh, not a lot of people beating down the door to talk about the attorney general's race. I mean, they're all focused on Kemp and Abrams and that governor's race. And, and there are probably a lot of people that don't know there's an attorney general's election, couldn't name the incumbent attorney general and, and couldn't name you as his Democratic opponent. you got to do a couple of things here. you got to let folks know there is an election, and then you got to convince them that you're the guy for the job. How do you do that in 74 days? Well, it's like anything. How do you know something? You, you, someone told you about it, or you saw it, or you read it, right? So think of it as, you know, you got to convince 50% of your, uh, of your uh, public to buy your product on one day. So how do you do that? <laughs> and it's message. We're confident in our message. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm a Democrat and proud to be one, but... This message this has nothing to do with party. It's one that appeals across party lines because it's about human beings. It's about folks and what they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis and how we're going to protect them. So we know the message works, and then you got to be able to communicate that message. We're going to be able to communicate the message. I've got more cash on hand than any Democrat in the state, not named Stacey. Um, we're going to be on TV and radio and digital um, moving our message out. And then, of course, myself, I will be all, as I've been, all across the state, meeting as many people as I can. Um, but it's not rocket science. It's money and message. Um, and, you know, I look forward to earning all your listeners' uh, support and vote. And then as they start talking and say, hey, I heard this guy on and he makes some sense, and we need somebody in that top prosecutor role that's actually been a prosecutor, we're going to win this thing. Charlie Bailey, Democratic candidate for Attorney General. I quickly got a website someplace. Yes, sir. It's uh, charlieforgeorgia.com, just the, with the four spelled out, F-O-R, charlieforgeorgia.com. And then on Facebook, if you just type in Charlie Bailey, Attorney General, it's the first thing that comes up. It's a picture of me, and it's got a blue check. And they can follow and like the campaign page. There's a lot of information there as well. Charlie Bailey, best of luck on the campaign trail. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for being with us this morning.